you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. We've got to get past week-to-week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure. That is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. Behold, the waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward. For the forefront of the house stood toward the east. The waters came down from under, from the right side of the house and the south side of the altar. Then brought me he, then he brought me out of the way of the gate northward and led me about the way without unto the utter gate of the way that looketh eastward and behold there ran out waters on the right side. And when, and when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits and he 
brought me through the waters, and the waters were to the ankles. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters, and the waters were to the knees. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through, and the waters were to the loins. Afterward, he measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass over, for the waters were risen, waters to swim in, a river that could not be passed over. And he said unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen this? Then he brought me and caused me to return to the brink of the river. Now when he had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees on the one side and on the other. Then said he unto me, These waters issued out toward the eastward down into the desert and go into the sea, which being brought forth into the sea, the waters shall be healed. And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth, which moveth, whithersoever the river shall come, shall live, and there shall be a very great multitude of fish, because these waters shall come thither, for they shall Everything shall live whether the river cometh, and it shall come to pass that the fishermen shall stand upon it from Engedi even unto England, and they shall be a place to spread forth nets. Their fish shall be according to their kinds, as the fish of the great sea exceeding many. But the miry places thereof and the marshes thereof shall not be healed. They shall be given to salt. And by the river upon the bank thereon, of this side and on that side, shall grow all the trees for meat, whose leaves shall not fade, neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. It shall bring forth new fruit according to his months, because their waters they issued out of the sanctuary, and the fruit thereof shall be for meat, and the leaf thereof for medicine. Will you thank the Lord for his word for a moment? tonight about the pursuit of the flow, the pursuit of the flow. Lift your hands, Pastor Danny, pray over us tonight as we dive into this word. Let's lift our hands together. Lord, right now by the authority of your word and by the power that is in your name, God, let a great anointing fall. God, let the spirit the living God reside in this house. Let it th flow in and out of these aisles and these in, and up and down these aisles and across this sanctuary right now. God, I pray that you would open our ears to hear what your spirit would say to the church. And I pray that you would anoint your messenger with a special anointing right now, God. Let him flow in the prophetic, God, in your name. And let us receive what you have for us tonight. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Newcomer, I want you to pray over us as well. Let's lift our hands one more time. Would you do that? Lord.
Lord, we come again before you tonight asking that your will would be done. God, we come before you right now. Lord, knowing that the prophetic is loose in this place, God, you sent us prophets, Lord. I perceive tonight that you are going to speak prophetically. Let your word, every moment, every sentence come forth with truth and with boldness, God. I pray our minds and our hearts be ready to hear it, Lord Jesus. Your will be done in your messenger tonight, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let's clap our hands one more time before we're seated and lift your voice. Let's worship the Lord in this house right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you help me preach, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Statistics say that 1.2 million people perish a year due to a lack of water. Another 829,000 people die because of contaminated water. Just as water is a necessity for sustaining life on the earth, the flow of the Spirit of the Lord is a necessity within an apostolic church. The prophet Ezekiel was given a multi-level vision from God in the text that we read tonight. This prophetic thing that he saw dealt with four specific things. Number one, the trickle of water that was in the temple. Number two, the gate. Three, the river. And four, what the river brings. At the beginning of what God showed him, it began with a trickle of water flowing in the temple, watch this, out from under the altar that was inside of the the water was a representation of the Spirit of God, which life would come forth. Not only life, but healing among the people of God. What God was wanting the prophet to realize before he showed him anything else is the flow had to begin inside of the temple. Not only that, but there had to be a place of origin where the water would come from. He did not choose the instruments from which the water 
flowed. He did not choose the light from which the water would come from. He did not choose any of that. But notice that what he chose is he said that the water would flow from the altar that was within the church. Ladies and gentlemen, if we truly want the flow of the Lord among us, if we truly want the flow of the Holy Ghost, uh, there's got to be an altar that the flow can originate from. You can't have the flow and not have an altar of prayer. We've got to get an altar so that the flow of the Spirit can come from. must be a place of origin. It's not going to come from programs. I love our programs. It's not going to come from good lighting. I love our lighting even though it blinds me. I love our good music. But the only way that God can begin to flow among us is if we first begin to build an altar from which the water can come from. If you have no altar, you have no chance of flowing with God and the Spirit. But if you build a big altar, there will be water that will flow. I've come to tell someone tonight that you are laboring building an altar in your home. You are laboring building an altar and no one ever said that it was going to be easy. But you hear me in the Holy Ghost tonight. The altar that you build with your energy and your time does not go unnoticed and it is not in vain. But if you will build it, God will flow from it. If you build it, His Spirit will flow from it. If you build it, His healing will flow. His deliverance flowing water brings oxygen, freshness, and life. But water that does not flow becomes stagnant, nasty, and diseased. There must be an apostolic flow in the church of the living God. Because if there is not, the church will become stagnant and will become lifeless. I don't want to be a lifeless church. I don't want to be a church that reeks in the nostrils of the Lord. I don't want to be a church that's not flowing with new water every Sunday that we come into this place. We've got to flow so that we can be fresh. We've got to flow so that we can be pleasing in the eyes of the Lord. What does it mean to have apostolic flow let me tell you what it means. It means we've got to have healings. We've got to have deliverance. We've got to have miracles. We've got to have signs. We've got to have wonders. We've got to have the gifts of the Spirit. We've got to have the fivefold ministry. Why? 
it's because it is who we are and it is what we do. And if we don't have it, we have no right to claim that we're apostolic. But if we will get the flow, God says, I will keep you fresh and I will keep you anointed. No flow. No future. No flow. No future. There's no flow. We become stagnant. And no good life can dwell in a place that's not good. Life comes from the flow. God's spirit, soul, to move. He wants to heal. He wants to refresh us. He wants to set us free. He wants to heal your marriage. He wants to heal it all. But the water Bible says that God walks with the prophet and he takes him a trickle of water and then the word of God says that God walked the prophet to the gate. Somebody say the gate. He went to the first gate within the temple, maybe wondering that he arrived where God wanted him to be, but then the Bible says that God takes him to the exit gate, he takes him to the very edge, and he opens up the gate. church door. God said, you see the trickle of water that's coming from the altar? Yes, I see it, Lord. Let me take you to the outskirts of the gate. Let me take you to the edge of the temple. He opens up the gate and he looks. And he sees water. Not just a trickle, but he sees a river. When I have a river waiting on you, 
outside of the temple. What does that mean to us? That means that we have a great move of God on Sunday. We have tongues and interpretation. We have healing. We have deliverance. And it's awesome. And if we're not careful, we will begin to dwell with a trickle of water. But what you don't realize is the trickle that begins is on a journey to somewhere. The question is, where is it going? Let me tell you where the trickle's going. It's going to the street where the drug addict's waiting and the homeless man is waiting with no hope. And God says, will my church go outside of the temple and will they walk into the flow of my spirit? The initial point of entrance into the water was at the altar. But the thing is, is the, is the water that came from the altar was just the beginning. Too many people become satisfied with a Sunday night trickle. Satisfied with filling us for. There's a flow that God is trying to get the church to tap into. And the flow will lead the church outside of the walls. If apostolic demonstration, let me just, apostolic demonstration is not just what we do. It's who we are. And apostolic demonstration is not just what the church does, but it's who the church is. What am I trying to tell you tonight? If it's who we are and not just what we do, then why do we not walk in apostolic demonstration on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday? And Friday, what am I saying? You don't have to get a guest in here to be healed or filled with the Holy Ghost. You go lay your hand on them and pray them through in their house. Why? Because there's a river outside of this temple. There's a river outside of this church. But the question is, will you say yes to the Lord? Or will you be satisfied living off of a drop of water? Lift your hands right now. Water down. Listen, it's a river. It flows. 
forbid when we walk in the gifts in here, but we're not walking in the gifts out there. God forbid if we teach Bible studies on Wednesday, but we're not out there teaching Bible studies. God forbid if we're laying hands on the sick in here, but we're too afraid to do it out there. I've come to tell someone in this house tonight, we've got to be the church outside of these walls the same way we are on the inside of these walls. There's a great revival and there's a great harvest that's waiting on you and you're living on a trickle. But God's brought me here with a prophetic word and says don't live on the little drop but go walk to where the river is and tap in to my spirit. Hallelujah. We believe that healings can happen on Sunday. If we believe that, we should be laying hands on people on Monday. We believe if a drug addict can be delivered on Sunday night at an altar, you got to remember that the flow begins at the altar, but it doesn't quit at the altar. The Church of America wouldn't know what to do with that on our church campus. I've been to India where they don't have church campus. They meet in little concrete wall, no music, no lights, no instruments, just believers. With an altar. trickle of water but it doesn't stop there they go onto the street and they convert the Hindus by the thousands in the thousands don't become so comfortable with our lights, our music, and our nice church building that we decided to just live on a trickle of what God is trying to do in this sanctuary. What God is trying to do in this community is not just in this building. It's great what we feel tonight, but it's just a drop of water. But there's a river out there, and there's hungry people, and they need to feel, and they need to drink of the living water. This world is dying. They're dying. They're dying because they're drinking from contaminated wells. They get to the bottom of the bottle thinking that's where they were going to find what they needed, but they didn't realize it was just a contaminated water source. Thirsty And Jesus Sees the lady At the well And he said woman If you would drink Of the water That I give You would never Thirst again And we Have tasted
share the wealth. We want to be fed. We want to drink. This well is mine. Do you know how many years I've been here in this church? This well is mine. Do you know how much money I give to the church every year? This well is mine. I control this. I control this. And the more that we try to control it, the more that the world goes thirsty. Looking for a drink. And there's a river. There's a river flowing outside of the gate. But they don't know how to get in. got to get out of the gate, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to get out of the church building. we got to quit acting like we're Christians and all we do is come to church on Sunday. But we've got to offer them a drink from the well of living water. We need to teach a Bible study. We need to pray them through to the Holy Ghost. Why? Because there is a well that flows with living water. Ezekiel leaves the temple, and the Bible says that he comes to a river. You see, most people are okay with the concept of flowing in the Spirit as long as they have the ability to flow it. That's why you see a lot of out and he's in the ankle deep and he says water feels good the angel walks and measures another thousand he says come the current sure is strong I don't like when I lose control of myself wasn't too bad. This is nice. I can get my hands in the water now. I can wash my hand, wash my face. I'm good here. All you other people go to the deep end of the things. I'm fine here. The angel measures another thousand. Pastor Daniel says, anything like this before, God, this is the most water I've ever walked in in my life, can you believe it, we've made it, at the waist level, 
We have the gift of tongues and interpretation. A couple people get healed. I think I could live right here. I think I'm going to swim in this zone. All those people talking about the things on the deep end, they're just a bunch of crazy people. You don't need all that. Just give me this. Believe in God. James used to ask him, who takes his measure and comes out with a thousand words. Because Ezekiel, there is an open invitation. It's an open invitation to you to walk in waters that not many people ever go through. It's going to cost you something, Ezekiel. It's not going to be easy. You're going to get tired and weary. All of a sudden, Ezekiel finds himself in the middle of water. The Bible says he could not pass over. What does that mean? It doesn't mean that he was trying to get to the other side of it. What it means is I couldn't even control myself. The flow just took me away down the river. I didn't know where I was. I have never seen the trees that I saw. I have never seen the fish that I saw. I thought I was in control of this thing. But the moment I took off my life vest, the water just took me. Oh, the water just swept me away. And I've experienced things I've never experienced before. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the place that God wants to take you to. To things you've never seen to miracles you've never experienced, there's a flow and you've just got to tap in. And when he could no longer control himself, he had no choice but to go with the flow. And that's deep end of the spirit in this season that we're in. There's a great river and there's a strong undercurrent. Do not fight it. Quit trying to swim against it. Quit trying to understand it. Quit trying to use your knowledge on it. Just flow with it. Just say, God, I say yes. I will flow. I will go with the spirit. He's telling me to go. We're walking into a season of deep waters here in we've never experienced to waters into a current that's outside of human control great miracles and signs and wonders and thousands 
Come on, lift your voice. all right? Are you okay out there? Is everyone good in the seats? Amen. I don't have my glasses on so I wouldn't know that he told me otherwise. I took them off so I wouldn't see Kevin making faces at me saying in 30 minutes it's up. Young people, there's a flow. There's a flow in this room. the beginning of the flow. If you don't have it, I'm going to say it one more time and then I'm going to move on. But if you don't have an altar, you're not going to have a flow. And you want to flow in your life. You want to be used to God, you got to have an altar. Got to have a flow.
told me to swim. I swam as far as I could, and I came back up. Are you telling me this is the only thing that you have for me? Of course I'm going to swim for you, Pastor. This is what you have for me. But I don't past all these things. I can't even get the details of things that God showed me. I went through one and the angels of the Lord were there. I said, God, I've never seen anything like this before. He said, it's me. Take it. There are two things that are going to keep you in those deep waters. It's your carnality and your unbelief. Your carnality saying, I don't want to pay the price to go deeper than this. God says, I won't take you deeper. And then we get mad at God and say, look where we are. We're not seeing demonstration. I'm not seeing anything in my ministry. I want to do things. I want to prophesy. I want to be using tongues and interpretation. God, what's going on? Why can't I go any deeper than where I am? And God says, look. There is deep waters, but you've got to get out of the ankle deep zone. You've got to get out of the kiddie pool. You've got to get rid of your life vest and say, I don't know where you're taking me, Lord, but I'm going to flow anywhere you want me to go. If you want me to flow in the prophetic, I'm going to flow. I'm not going to let my unbelief keep me from what you want. I'm going to flow. We've got to get into this thing. There's deep waters that we have yet to walk in, and we will never walk in them. As long as we are complacent in trickles and ankle-deep water, but God's looking for a vessel who will say yes I'll go to the deep I'll let go of my life fast I'll let the current of the spirit take me where you want me to go I need five more minutes at the time Ezekiel finally gets into the waters This is where we're headed. 
shows Ezekiel four things that happens when the river begins to flow with you in it. Number one, the waters that have never produced life due to stagnant flows will be filled saw, he saw the river Jordan flowing into the Dead Sea when he stopped to pray. Isn't that incredible to think? You know about the Dead Sea? It's so concentrated with salt because there's only an inlet with no outlet. They only receive and they don't give. I'm going to allow freshness to flow into this river. Sister Michaela, I'm going to let waters flow that's going to bring life to something that has never been able to produce life. I feel a prophetic word, and I'm just going to say it, and I might be completely crucified for it. I don't even care. When we truly tap this flow, the work that's in Lebanon that seems like it's lifeless right now, seems like it's all, there's nothing happening. When we begin to let the river flow and we say, God, we've tried it our way. I'm just going to let the river do what it does. Water's going to come into that city and it's going to bring life and fish and you're going to reap a harvest and you're... You're going to see a great fish, you're going to see great fish, and you're going to cast your net, and God said you're going to bring more than abundant when you let the river flow. He said things that have never produced are going to begin to produce. Why? Because my water. The men and women that shall go into the water and cast their nets will catch many because the river will bring fish. church of 2,000 people in this community. You want to you wanna know what the recipe is? The Lord showed it to me in this. I feel so prophetic in this room right now. The Lord showed me. He said, do you want it? Do you want the fish? Do you want to reap it? Then get in the flow. Get in the altar. Pray. 
fast. Let my spirit take you. Let my spirit lead you. Quit thinking that our programs are going to bring it. Quit trying to do it our way. Quit trying to let the charismatics say how church growth is going to come. But just let the river flow and I will bring the fish in abundance. I will bring the harvest. Number three, unsound people neither identify with the sea nor the ground, but those on the overflowing of stagnant ground instead of would have had to have been a season within cast the water Susa Street Revival. I'm talking about it. I'm talking to neighborhoods and people coming in. At the end of the revival, when they begin to close the doors, I read this in a book one time. They begin to close the doors of the revival, and all of those who were young and had become elderly purchased a retirement home, and they all moved in together. They all moved in it. The book records that they lived out their life talking about the revival of the past. But not only that, Brother Danny, they record the most incredible miracles that happened in that nursing home. Dead being raised to life. There is a record of someone's cat dying. She lost her husband, her kids, had no one. She said, God, this is all that I have. God resurrects the cat. Incredible tongue interpretation, prophecies, great things, angels coming in and out and in and out and in and out. And the writer of the book, he felt the calling of the Lord to go to this home and to record The last record he did was with a man, 92 years old. He was a kid in the revival. He remembers the whole thing. He was there every week. He 
he saw all the miracles. He saw all of these things. And this man asked him, he said, I got one last question for you. What is your greatest regret? If you could do one thing over now at the end of your life, what would you do? And the flow of the river was in this home all along. But we closed the door and decided to live on the waters of the past. Ladies and gentlemen, if we do that and we become intoxicated off of the waters of once and what once was, our life is going to be very short. And there won't be healing and there won't be restoration for us if we live on the past. We need miracles today. We need harvest today. We need prophecy today. We need deliverance today. We need spiritual apostolic breakthrough today. We need Holy Ghost outpourings today. We need apostolic worship today. We got to have it today. Last thing. Trees who planted their roots along the waters all produced abundance. Those who received God's words to their life, all harvest was reaped. going to take the church, get in the church outside. It's going to take the church, get in and outside of these walls. It's on the way. It's on the way. But we can't live on a trickle. We've got to live in the flow of the spirit outside of the gates of the church and say this is who we are. 
to get engulfed in a river where we lose control and begin to be led solely, not by our schedule, but by the Spirit. If the apostolic church ever loses the river of the Spirit flowing in our churches, it'll be a matter of time until life will cease to exist among us. Miracles are going to dry up. The outpouring of the Spirit is going to dry up. We will be as a group of fish without the substance that gives life. is like a boy in the water trying to stop the floods. But the thing about water is the boulder thinks it's blocking it, but the water is just moving.